Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm back! How are we doing out there, folks? That's right, you're listening to The Probo Show live at 8.30 a.m. Central European Time, 2.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3.30 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. How are you doing out there, folks? Yeah, I'm back from my two-day retreat. <laughs> I was rescued by the UN. They stormed the hotel, Natch, and they freed us. Thank God. <laughs> um, how are we doing out there, folks? Oh, my God. Did I torture the elves this morning? Yes, I did. And they gave us one hell of a show for today. Um, in 100 Humans, I ask people, or I ask people to name a job that people consider a calling rather than just a job, a calling. Yeah, this I should unpack this, right, Natch? Do you get that? Do you understand that turn of phrase? No. Um, I think it say una vocación más que un trabajo. Un, um, un trabajo que la gente considera una vocación y no solo un trabajo. Does that make sense? Yes. And oh my God, for the first time I posted this on Instagram. Jeez Louise, <laughs> we got a lot of messages. <laughs> a lot. And by the way, guys, thank you so much for all the interaction. You guys are making the podcast explode. Um, a big thank you. Um, not only is this one of the most, well, the second most popular show on the radio right now, on this radio, but the podcasts are just, um, are just downloading like hot potatoes. Thank you so much, guys. Don't forget to leave a good comment, share it, expand the community this, um, with this crazy uh, project we've got going on. All right. In today's Complete the News, we'll find out what an airline served to business class passengers. Pasajeros a clase preferente, business class. I don't know how you say it. Yes. Clase empresarial. I don't know. I've never tried. Have you ever traveled in first class or business? Never. No, me neither, man. I always go in El Gallinero, <laughs> like with everyone else, where you've got a two-year-old repetitively kicking the back of your chair. Those are the tickets that I buy exclusively. Then in today's um, uh, unpopular opinion, it's a good one today. We're going to tackle something that we've mentioned a bunch of times on the show, but we've never really um, uh, we've re never really tabled as a topic. Um, the topic of universal basic income in Spanish Natch, I believe it's la renta básica universal or something like that. Maybe, maybe here is. Now I think it's called Ingreso Minimo Vital. Ah, okay. Ingreso Minimo Vital. You're going to have to remind me of that. Ingreso Minimo Vital. I'm trying to get my pigeon brain to store that. But you know what I'm like. 20 years in Spain. <laughs> no, no, but this is new. This is a new concept. Ah, okay, now. okay. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what universal basic income is, my friends, it's a social wel welfare proposal, a project. Um, um, it's been experimented with in certain countries. It's a proposal in which all citizens of a population regularly receive a minimum income in the form of a payment, an unconditional payment every month. So just for being a citizen, you get X dinero. It's not unemployment, it's for everyone. So... Today's unpopular opinion is universal basic income is essential for the future of work. Um, uh, el ingreso minimo vital. No, what was it? In yeah. Oh, my God. Natch. <laughs> How did my pigeon brain remember that? Ingreso minimo vital es esencial para el futuro del trabajo. Okay, so there you go. Um, I'm getting a lot of messages in the chat from the Warriors. By the way, if you want to join the show live, guys, I know there are thousands of you out there that download the podcast, but if you want to be in the show live, it's very, very easy. You go to twitch.tv barra professional bohemian. Twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. Bohemio professional. Um, you can join us there and be a part of the live audience, just like um, Jareon. Like Born to Iron Man, Eugene, Vero, Ronnie, The Bridge. Um, good morning, guys. Good morning, friends, says BTI. 
Uh, Eugene, hi guys, joining us all the way from Russia. The bridge in the north of Spain says, Good morning, Rob. How are those gums? Entheas. No translation elf needed, Nat. Nivelazo. <laughs> How are those gums coming along? Good. A little painful today. I'm, I, I'm trying to stop taking the painkillers. Too many. I, I don't want to take too many pills. But yeah, I'm still taking the antibiotics and things. They go. I'm going good. I can talk. Uh, Vero says, good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and real and beyond. You were missed, Rob. Thank you, Vero. Oh, and I missed you guys too. The Bridge, lovely to have you back. Uh, Ronnie, hi, everybody. I love your t-shirt. Thank you. Thank you. Dress for the, have you ever heard the expression, dress for the job you want, not the job you have? Viste por el trabajo que quieres, no el trabajo que tienes. Have you heard that expression, Natch? No. No? Well, no. That's a, it's a phrase in England. That's why I'm wearing a Batman t-shirt. <laughs> I want to be Batman. Um, so how are you doing out there, friends? So, yeah, the, the unpopular opinion is the ingreso minimo vital, the universal basic income is essential for the future of work. And we'll get into that in a few minutes. First of all, my friends, I'm here. You're here. Natch is here. The elves are here. The hundred humans are here. Let's see what's going on in the world, shall we? Um, yeah, some interesting news today. <laughs> Rob, you just proved that the best thing is not to think. True story. Just not too much thinking going on, guys. Take it easy. Less thinking. <laughs> um, okay, here we go, Natch. Girls are less likely, apparently, according to one scientific study, um, girls are less likely to be diagnosed with special educational needs. Yeah. So apparently it's, um, you know, <laughs> being a man is um, is an illness. <laughs> it's a psychological. Yeah, you know what I mean? Le less stigma for special needs students, please. Especially males. Las niñas tienen menos probabilidades de que se diagnostiquen. Oof. That was some... My, my tongue's doing gymnastics right now, dude. Um, necesidades educativas especiales. So girls are less likely, but not just a little. This is an article from The Conversation, and it discusses a significant gender gap in the diagnoses of special educational needs, SEN, in English schools. Researchers using um, UK government data revealed that of the 1.5 million children identified for special needs in schools, um, only 500,000 of them were girls. Uh, yeah, interesting. Um, representing about one-third of the total. This disparity is attributed to various factors, including gender bias in assessment, girls being better at masking challenges, and the differences in manifestation of certain conditions like autism in girls compared to boys. Do you think there's any truth to this? Do you think, do you think girls are less likely to develop special needs in, in schools? I'm going to wade into some water that I am in no way um, qualified to talk about. How much How much of this match do you think is just, you know, kids being kids? Because if I'd have been at school, if, if, you know, if ADHD and, and being on the autism spectrum was a thing when I was at school, for sure I would have been diagnosed with something. I'd, how much of this do you think is at last... We are recognizing these psychological problems. And how much do you think it is? Is it? This is just kids being kids, man. What do you think, Natch? I think in most of the cases, it's kids are just kids. Kids they are have just their own kids. process. Exactly. I mean, there's no no kids. I mean, they're not every everyone the same. True story, man. Like when I was at school. I, I couldn't pay attention. They kicked me out of class. I was naughty, throwing papers, throwing, you know. I was a bad kid. I was a bad kid. I attribute a lot of that to the educational system. Because once I got to university and I learned how to learn, dude, I graduated from one of the top three universities in England with an, a, an incredible grade. So you're not telling me that that's some kind of a psych psychological deficit on my part and not a problem of the educational system. Maybe instead of diagnosing children, we should be diagnosing education. Is that a thing? Maybe we should be diagnosing those 
Who watches the watchers? Quien, um, quien belija los vigilantes? Oh, oh, oh Natch. That, no, it was, it was bad. <laughs> Go on, tell me. What was it? No, it's belija. Belija. Vigila. 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 Quien vigila los vigilantes? Oh, Natch. Two days away speaking Spanish. It hasn't worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> just be, says the bridge. Yeah, amen. Yeah, let's continue. The article emphasizes the importance of early detection and the needs for standardized criteria in special needs diagnoses to reduce subjective judgments and ensure fair support for all students. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I don't know. Are male students more likely, are male kids more likely to act out, be more energetic, more aggressive, pay less attention? I mean, that just, to me... That's just to me, a little boy being a little boy, being crazy and, and running around and having a lot of energy. I don't know, man. I don't know. But look, guys, I'm not a parent. So, you know, take whatever I say with this with a, a gigantic grain of salt. The bridge says, Vigila, Rob. Quien vigila los vigilantes, says Vero. Can we get a nivelazo for our warriors in the chat? Vaya nivelazo. You guys are on fire today. You're on fire. Um, all right, next piece of news. Interesting. An interesting one. Remote work, um, reduced pay. Remote work, reduced pay. We are, are we willing to make a trade? Hmm. So this is something we've um, we followed on the show, no? the concept of remote work. Um, trabajo a distancia, salario reducido. Estamos dispuestos a hacer un trueque? Yeah, más o menos. Oh. There we go. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing, Carmen? Welcome, welcome. Um, okay. So, this is um, a study from Eureka Alert, and it discusses a study from the University of South Australia. It's interesting. Revealing that nearly half of Australian workers... Casi la It's not just a little. Nearly half of Australian workers are willing to take a pay cut for the flexibility to work remotely. The study conducted over 1,100 Australian workers during 2020-2021 found that the average worker is ready to sacrifice $3,000 to $6,000 annually for the option to work from home. Now you're thinking, that is a lot of money. So I, I, kind of, I did some digging um, before the show. Uh, in Australia, the average salary, oh my God, Natch, <laughs> the average salary is 90,000 Australian dollars a year. Basically four of us, Natch. <laughs> um, in South Australia, Adelaide, in Adelaide, South Australia, where the study was conducted, 80,000, um, well, no, about 80,679 80, um, Australian dollars a year, which is around 54,000 uh, euros. And um, and what does three to six percent, um, or three to six thousand Australian dollars, what is that? That's around four to eight percent of your salary. You're willing, so Australians are willing to sacrifice between four and eight percent of their salary to work from home. Interestingly, 20% of the participants would even forego 20%, a fifth of the participants would be willing to lose between 12 to 24,000 Australian dollars. That's 16 to 33% of their salaries. What, what do you think about this, Natch? For me, it's normal. I don't want to put ideas in your head. It's normal. You don't have to commute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, how much do we spend on commute time? But what you lose in commute, you're spending electricity, in my mind. Heating your house, electricity. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I go back and forth with this working from home thing. I mean, I'm a manager here and, you know, I'm here to support my staff in what they want to do as much as I can within the company's rules, right? But as someone who spent a big portion of their professional lives working from home, I will tell you, I wasn't working from home. I was living in my office. That's the way it felt. 
So I don't know how I feel about this. And one thing I would say is I definitely would not accept one cent less of my salary for working from home. How do you feel about that, Natch? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I would. I would do it. Yeah. Yes. Not me. And if uh, yeah, and I, I would. I wouldn't let you accept a cent less. So I'll be honest. Um, the thing is, what the concept is. No, you work from home. We're just as productive, but I want you to pay me less. Are people forgetting the value of their work or the value of themselves? No, no. Convenience means that I'm willing to sacrifice. No, screw that. <laughs> there is nothing convenient about working. Convenience is being able to play video games all day, right? You're still working when you're working from home. I don't know how I feel about this. You guys tell me in the chat. Um, uh, the Bridge says, all the education systems in the world are crap. All people are different and they should start there. Yeah, I, I agree with that assessment, Bridge. We're, like all over the world, the educational system um, founded in the Industrial Revolution. And, um, and yeah, society has progressed leaps and bounds since then. Okay, this next and final piece of news. <laughs> it's a good one. Jailed Russians listen to Bon Jovi and Moby songs on repeat. <laughs> um, Rusos Encarcelados. Yeah. Oh, I got the nod from the Nats. Jeez. Rusos Encarcelados obligados a escuchar canciones de Bon Jovi y Moby, rep Moby repetidamente. Oh, repetidamente. Uh, the article from Newsweek discusses a unique situation in one of Russia's strictest prisons um, located near Moscow. In this prison, a specific playlist of songs is played every morning over loudspeakers to the inmates. <laughs> the playlist includes multiple songs by Bon Jovi, um, uh, hits by Moby, DJ Moby, and ACDC. <laughs> Natch, am I in a Russian prison? Because that sounds scarily similar to what I listen to on the Metro to work. <laughs> Can you guess which ACDC song that they have to listen to on repeat? Highway to Hell. Great guess. If I'd have had to guess, that would have been mine. But no, it's Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Um, the Russian national anthem and songs about Moscow. The prison has housed various detainees, including uh, political prisoners, artists, organized crime figures, and government officials. One notable detainee was opposition leader um, Alexei Nav Navalny, I believe it's pronounced. Um, yeah, one of um, Mr. Putin's uh, opposition in politics. Come on. Go home, you drunk. <laughs> the article also mentions the arrest of Grigory... Oh, God, I can't pronounce these names. Me Melkonyants. <laughs> Head of um, Nature is highlighted. Well, whatever. The, the, I'm burying the lead here. Bon Jovi, DJ Moby, and, Moby and ACDC. Dude, these are my... what they Play reggaeton to these people. Daddy Yankee. <laughs> Play, give them a playlist of Daddy Yankee. These guys are going to be joining Greenpeace in two weeks. <laughs> They're going to be on beaches picking up trash in two weeks. <laughs> you know, going to old people's homes, caring for them. <laughs> it's just, why Bon Jovi? I wonder, I, I'm curious as to what Bon Jovi songs. I'm curious. Anyway, uh, you were reminding me of the Shawshank Redemption, says The Bridge. Great movie, says Vero. It is. All right, friends, look. On that note, let's go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Okay, an interesting Unpopular Opinion today with regards to the universal basic income. Um, ingresa minimo vital. Oh, Natch. I don't know where it is. My pigeon brain is on fire today. It's, it's remembering things. Universal basic income. Um, this is the system where, where people g get a minimum payment 
unconditional payment every single every single month, week, whatever it is, regardless of whether you have a job or not, a universal basic income. It's a social welfare program that has been tested in various regions, various countries, various cities to see if it is for the net benefit of the of, of the citizens. Universal basic income. Today's unpopular opinion is universal basic income is essential for the future of work. Um, like el ingreso mínimo vital es esencial para el futuro del trabajo. As always, friends, I thoroughly tortured the elves today, and they provided me with some pros and cons. Um, ne- Naval- Navalny is a main opponent of Putin, says, um, says Eugene. That's why he was in prison. He's lucky to be in prison and not to have um, uh, taken a dive out of a window (laughs) or to have eaten poison soup, which coincidentally, Natch, seems to happen with a lot of the people who who oppose Putin. I don't know. It's such a weird coincidence that they end up dying mysteriously of heart attacks and the inability to fly. (laughs) Coincidence. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so here we go. In the pro column, agreeing that the universal basic income, el ingreso mínimo vital, is essential for the future of work. Um, As technology, especially AI and robotics, continues to advance, many traditional jobs are at risk of automation. Universal basic income can provide a safety net for those displaced, ensuring they still have a means to live while they transition to new types of work. Um, With basic financial security, individuals might be more inclined to pursue entrepreneurship, creative endeavors, or further education, activities that can lead to economic growth and innovation that are often risky without a safety net. Amen. You know, people don't think about this. They just think about, oh, you know, people aren't going to want to work. We'll de-incentivize the workforce. Dude. Natch, if you had a basic minimum income, a basic income, like so, the government just started giving you a couple of thousand euros, right? A month. Maybe 1,500 a month. You wouldn't stop working. You would get some education. You would maybe... Take, do some entrepreneurial endeavor, whether for you that's writing or whatever. You know, you would educate yourself. I know, I would. God damn. If I was given a basic minimum income, I would do this show and the rest of my time would be spent learning, working, maybe volunteer work. Dude, definitely getting back to, to painting. Anyway, let's continue. Um, reduces poverty and economic inequality. Universal basic income can help level the playing field by providing everyone with a basic income, thus reducing poverty rates and narrowing the gap between the rich and the poor. And finally, the nature of work is evolving with more of gig economy jobs. Gig, the gig economy. This is mass. Oof, how do you say it in Spanish? Um, trabajos de autonomos, realmente. But gig economy means that some, you know, you take l- small, short roles for short periods of time um, instead of dedicating yourself to one job. Like my grandfather worked at the same factory from when he arrived in England to when he retired. Um, you know, I've been a member of Vaughan off and on for the last 20 years. But that's becoming less and less common. Most people, most people now are used to moving, switching from job to job. And the gig economy is the natural progression of that. Whereas you never sign a full-time contract. You just take small jobs, small contracts here and there. So let's continue. Um, With more of a gig economy and less traditional full-time employment, universal basic income provides stable income foundation in an increasingly unstable job market i know yeah i'm gonna get more messages about being like (laughs) about being a socialist okay whatever comrades let's get into it let's continue okay in the con column 
Implementing universal, disagreeing, saying, no, 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 this is a bad idea. Inter implementing universal basic income could be extremely costly and may require significant changes in taxation and government spending priorities. Mm. Um, some argue that a guaranteed income, regardless of employment status, might reduce the motivation of people to work, potentially leading to a decrease in the labor force participation rate. Yeah, I think the biggest driver of the decrease in labor force participation is technology, not, you know, not anything else. Anyway, next, um, injecting more money into the economy without corresponding increase in goods and services might lead to inflation. Uh, don't we have that right now? And finally, universal basic income may not address specific needs of different individuals or communities. The same amount of money might not be um, sufficient in different parts of the country or the world. All right, my friends, um, I'm going to post a poll in the chat and you will tell me. Um, is, is universal basic income a good idea? Is it essential for the future of work? I don't know. You guys do. You'll tell me. Friends, so many things you could have been doing today. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and the Natch. It means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. My God, if you're just tuning in, what have you missed? Well, we had some great news. I'm back. I'm back, friends. Uh, as of today, I'm on holiday. After, Well, after today. I've got to deal with get today out of the way. And then I'm on holiday, friends. Not from the show. I'm still coming in every morning to give Natch a headache. <laughs> and to do the Probo show live in the studio with the Natch. Because I know you guys prefer it that way. Um, but yeah, then, then after that Natch, I go home. I go home, sit in my underwear and play video games. Oh, sounds so good. Woo. Yeah, I haven't had a holiday all year, my dude. I'm ready. I'm ready for a break. Uh, so if you're just tuning in, what did you miss? Oh, my God. We spoke about a study that happened in England that said girls are less likely to be diagnosed with special needs in education. Um, almost a third of the total number of... Um, only, sorry, a third of the total number of kids diagnosed with special needs are, um, are girls. Weird. And then Natch and I speculated on whether, on how many of of these diagnoses of ADHD or being on the autistic spe spectrum is just kids being kids, you know? I don't know. We don't know. We're not, psycho we're not psychologists. We're not experts. But hey, we're just asking questions, folks. We're just asking questions. I know for a fact, like when I was at school, I had behavioral problems, you know? that ripple down um, through into my adolescence. And until I escaped that the cloud that hung over me in education because of that and went to university, I didn't really blossom. Maybe the problem is those doing the diag diagnosing. Quien, oh, are you ready, Natch? Quien vigila los vigilantes. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Nivelazo. There you go, profe. You got to be proud. You got to be proud. Um, yeah, who's who's watching the people who are watching us? You know, who are, maybe the, the problem is the educational system. All kids are different. All kids are different. Anyway, then we moved on to, um, uh, to Australia with an interesting study that said almost 50% of the workforce are willing to take a pay cut in order to work from home. Fascinating. I wouldn't agree with that. I wouldn't recommend anyone. Um, does that at the end of the day you your work has value don't don't sell it for less than your your worth and then finally um how jailed russians are forced to listen to bon jovi moby and um and acdc on repeat <laughs> is every russian in jail a middle-aged man like me <laughs> because that's basically what i listen to sad 
Sad but true. Uh, how are you doing, Friday Con? How are you doing, my dude? Joining us all the way from South Africa. We've got Eugene from Russia. We've got people from all over Spain. How are you doing, friends? Um, you read my mind. Let's see what people are saying here. Eugene says, um, Navalny is a main opponent of, Russia, of Putin, and he was poisoned too. Vero says, you read my mind, Eugene. He was poisoned for his opposition. I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence, guys. Maybe just people who oppose Putin... They die, you know, they're poisoned. They, 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 for some weird coincidence, Natch, they all get poisoned, have heart attacks. Oh, imagine for some reason they can fly and they can't. <laughs> Maybe it's just a weird coincidence out there. Um, anyway, let's um, get back to today's unpopular opinion. With regards to the Ingresso Minimo Vital, yes, Natch is a great teacher. I'm still remembering it. Um, uh, the universal basic income, whether it is, um, whether it is essential for the future of work. Um, wow, you guys had a strong opinion on this. On Instagram, on Instagram, people said, "Well, can you guess, Natch, what people said?" I guess they said true. Lot, little, uh, little. Mm, kind of in between. 74% of people said true. Um, yeah. I don't know how to how to read this. Because it's true. How do we pay for universal basic income? I mean... <laughs> all right, comrades. <laughs> strap yourselves in. You know, we've often spoke about capping the wealthiest salaries, right? Does anyone need to earn over a million euros a year? Does anyone need to? I'd be lucky to earn a million euros in my lifetime. <laughs> do, do, do people really need to earn that much? You know what I mean? There are ways to fund this. If we just were more community-minded, which sadly um, we often aren't. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Vero here said, True, any work activity, no matter how unprofitable it may be for the worker requires a minimum investment from that worker or the employer the main objective of the employer is to recover that money and if possible increase it with profits uh, just the they just accidentally fell out of windows and drank dangerous substances says fridaycon true story it's crazy how that happens <laughs> apparently if you um, oppose um, putin the labels fall off of your bleach bottles it's a weird phenomena that happens, you know. <laughs> How are you doing, Ronnie? Joining us in the chat. All right. Um, so let's get to some messages I received on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it has been tested in um, in certain countries with varying levels of success. Let's get to some messages I received. Elena says, universal basic income sounds ideal, but as an entrepreneur... I worry about stifling innovation, about stifling, about holding back um, innovation. Uh, Elena, I would argue the contrary. I say, if anything, if you give people a cushion, if you give the population a cushion so they don't have to worry about feeding their families, heating their homes, and they can take more time to think, to educate themselves, I think if anything, you um you explode innovation you you give people the the time and space required not only just for entrepreneurialism but for artistic endeavors for everything but i understand your point uh ravi writing to us again ubi universal basic income is definitely essential in my line of work i've seen too many too many struggling to make ends meet and you say, do you have an expression for that? To make ends meet? Llegar al final de mes. Llegar al final de mes. To get to the end of the month. Hmm. Mia writing to us again. Um, I'm on the fence about universal basic income. Ni si ni no. Um, yeah, I'm on the fence. It sounds great, but financially, how sustainable is it? I would say, you know, any economy that allows for the for the accumulation of vast amounts of wealth. Here I'm talking about your Elon Musks, your Mark Zuckerbergs, your, you know, 
your Jeff Bezos. Any, the, those vast wells of wealth, the 1% of the 1% who in con, are in control of a massive percentage of the world's wealth. Any economy that allows that to happen is broken. You know? When you have hundreds of thousands of millions of people who have to make the decision whether they use the heating, voy a poner el calefacción o voy a comprar algo bueno de, de cenar esta noche. <laughs> when those conversations are being had by families and homemakers and, uh, you know, and your average person, you know, when, when inflation is skyrocketing and the cost of living is increasing, when those conversations are happening and you've got some people who, are, who instead of wondering about heating their home or having a nice meal, are thinking, oh, shall I go to space this month? If that is happening, then the economy is broken, in my mind. Leo says, absolutely, universal basic income is a must. It's about time we value all forms of work, including unpaid work. That's another great comment, Leo. Can we get a Probo approved for Leo? Probo approved. Absolutely. Not only do I believe you'll see um, a massive boom in artistic endeavor, in innovation, in education, but also in altruism. If you have more time to dedicate, uh, but, uh, like, look, I used to do charity streams a lot. I used to, um, I used to do a lot of things when I had more time, when I wasn't so busy at work. I would love to get back to doing that kind of thing, to being more altruistic, to giving back to um, to a society that has given me so much. Of course you would. Oh yeah, but there'll be people out there that are lazy. You don't think people are lazy now? <laughs> There's, you don't think there are people out there that are lazy now? <laughs> I think you are woefully um, mistaken, friends. If that's what you're thinking. You're just gonna encourage people to be lazy. There are lazy people now, right? Um, I don't think, I don't think the current system is incentivizing too many people. Um, I don't know. And also, you know, maybe I'm just optimistic. Maybe I have too much faith in society. Maybe I have too much faith in people. I just think that, you know, we're on the cusp. Estamos en el borde. We're on the cusp of a massive revolution of automized. Automization in the workforce. The Venn diagram is 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 getting closer and closer to combine into where robotics and and artificial intelligence are coming together to create an inexhaustible workforce. We need a plan, friends. Maybe universal basic income is it. All right. Let you know, you've heard enough of me. And these are just my opinions, friends. And as you know, as Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one and they all stink. Um, what I was interested in is your opinion. I had, a, I had a, a message here from Brittany. How are you doing, Brittany? It says, people always imagine an altruistic government that would be providing this income. Imagine if the political party that you currently oppose had control over how you spend your money and how they allocated it to you. That could go wrong. That's also a fair point, Brittany. That's also a fair point. So anyway, I asked you, I asked you, universal basic income is essential for the future of work. And you guys said, 100% Natch, 100% true. <laughs> yeah, look, friends, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is. And it's true. Wow. Well, imagine you, um, uh, the uh, government turns despotic and all of a sudden they can cut the tap to your income. Uh-oh, spaghettios. But is the private sector really doing us any favors, friends? Is this massive accumulation of wealth um, going to, um, uh, to private individuals? where they're collecting billions upon billions, or even millions upon millions. We read an article the other day of how millionaires in the US feel middle class. <laughs> millionaires, which is in, in itself a massive accumulation of wealth. There's something wrong with the economy. And we are approaching a time where so much of our work is going to be automated. 
there is just not going to be enough work for all of us. And don't give me this, uh, what about prompt engineer? Uh, I can work for companies talking to artificial intelligence. Guys, <laughs> so you think artificial intelligence can write, pro write programming, uh, can program, can write code. It can make art, write copy and articles, but it can't write a good prompt. <laughs> You're crazy. You're crazy. Um, uh, come on, be realistic. We are approaching a time where so many of our jobs are going to be automated. We need a plan B. And no government out there seems to be thinking about what that plan B could be. Maybe it's um, ingresso minimo vital. Maybe it's universal basic income. I don't know. But it's certainly worth having these conversations. Um, guys, thank you so much for participating today. Um, a hell of um, a hell of a, a hell of a conversation, a hell of a debate. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Oh my God, friends, it was a long walk to work across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, name a job people consider a calling, entre comillas, rather than just a job, entre comillas. Un trabajo que la gente considera una vocación, a calling. This isn't a job. I was born to do this. Um, so, nombra un trabajo que la gente considera una vocación y no solo un trabajo. A job people consider a calling rather than just a job. I asked you that question. You gave me your answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the audience is to identify those top seven answers. I see I see answers coming in into the chat. First of all, as always, we turn our attention to the one and only Oracle there in the booth. What do you think, Natch? A priest or a nun? Ooh, a priest or a nun. Funny, I wouldn't have considered that a job. But it is a job. It's a calling. Yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. And they probably earn more than we do. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Let's be, let's be reasonable. Rob, don't be so controversial. Sorry, my bad. All right, so let's say a member of the clergy. A member of the clergy. Is it there, though? Did anyone... I, I actually asked this on, um, <laughs> on Instagram. My God, you guys came out to answer. I got, like, nearly 40 answers. Or maybe more. I don't know. There's a lot. Who said this? Vero said it. Uh, anyone else? I'll read all these answers at the end of the show because there are so many. Nessa Vanessa said it. Um, and the Nat said it. Is it there? A member of the clergy. Yes, it is, guys. Well done. Look at you. Look at you beautiful people doing God's work out there. Um, uh, yeah, member of the clergy. Uh, ooh, clero? How would you say it? Miembro del clero. Miembro del clero. Um, all right. It's there. It's in fourth place. 11 of the 100 humans said a member of the clergy. Clero. Miembro del, del clero. Oh, dude. We're killing it now. It's you and me. My teacher. Um, all right. Let's turn our attention to the chat. The bridge here says teacher. Un professor, un profe, a teacher. Um, MC Via said teaching on um, on Instagram. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, B Lopez said teacher. Pilar said teacher. Pilar, that's all, folks, on Instagram. Anyone else? Um, and Evie AB said teaching, all on Instagram. Is it there though? A teacher, un profe. Yes, it is. Well done, guys. I'm going to start doing the 100 humans on Insta Instagram more. You guys kill it. I know I get a lot of messages. I like a ton. A metric ton of messages. Can't listen live, Rob. I'd love to be able to participate. So I'm just trying to make it easier for you guys to participate outside the live show. Um, let's see. Eugene says, a lifeguard. A lifeguard on a beach. It's a vocation. <laughs> I was called, I was created by God to wear um, uh, red speedo snatch. 
Um, he's a lifeguard there. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Lifeguard. Lifeguard. Anyone else say a lifeguard on a beach? No, you're you're on your own here. And, um, you're on your own here, Eugene. Is lifeguard there? It's not. Oh. Good answer, though. A great answer, Eugene. Um, let's see. Carmen. Carmen Gonzalez Castro. By the way, guys, I, th- I believe it's Carmen Gonzalez Castro on Instagram. Go check out her work. She's got exhibitions going on right now. Amazing, uh, amazing artist. And she says, artist. Artist. Is it there? An artist. It is well done. Um, Nine of 100 humans said artist, and it is the fifth most popular answer. All right. Let's continue. Doctor, says Eugene. Oh, good answer. Doctor. Um, Gemma Resino says doctor. Who else says doctor? Um, Medicine. MC Via. Um, Nessa Vanessa says doctor. Um, or a caregiver. A lot of people saying doctor out there. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. <laughs> Chapo, you beautiful people. Doctor is there. 27 of 100 humans said a doctor. Uh, let's see. Um, and we had nurse come up. Who said nurse in here? Someone said doctor, nurse. Was it? Yeah, nurse said Nessa Finessa on Instagram. Uh, medicine said MCVR, and that's their third most popular answer. Well done, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what other ones did we have? We said we had a product tester. A product hotel tester said, um, said Coco Lavanda. Tarot card reader, says Andrea. <laughs> Okay. Um, what else did we have? Physician said um, materia oscura. Well done. That was doctor. God, we got so many answers. Cook, dancer, vet, a singer, um, uh, a priest, a special needs carer. A special needs carer. Hmm, is that there? Special needs carer. Caring, working, social work. Is social worker there, Natch, do you think? Yes, it is. Well done. In the chat here, we have a musician or an actor. I would consider those works in in the arts. I would consider those artists, not as directly an artist as a a painter or an illustrator, but they're they're still artists. So well done, Eugene. The artist was there. Ronnie says a streamer. (laughs) Am I a streamer or am I a radio presenter? I'll never know. I'll never know. But is it there? Streamer? No, it's not. There is one answer that you haven't got. These people are considered the bravest of people, Natch. The bravest. You know, and if you're gonna buy a if if, if you're gonna buy a calendar from from a, a certain industry where you wanna see these people topless. It's going to be this industry. What am, I, what am I talking about? Friday Con thinks he has the answer. You know, they do calendars and they give the money to charity. They usually tend to be very fit people. Fit as in, you know, as in physically strong and capable. Who do you think it is, Natch? Firefighter. Firefighter, well done. <laughs> and well done, Con, in the chat. And a big thank you to Evie, Carmen, Andrea, Vero, Jose Luis, who said a football referee, uh, Coco, Gemma Resino, Pilar Das Olfox, Materia Oscura, B. Lopez, MC Villa, uh, Nessa Fanessa. My God, all of you wrote to me on Instagram with this one. You guys rock. We've done it. All right. In position number seven, we had Firefighter, a job that is a calling. A vocación más que solo un trabajo. In position number six, we had a social worker. In position number five, we had an artist, artista. Um, Trabajador social, would you say social worker? Okay, and bombero is fireman. Uh, In position number four, we had a member of the clergy, miembro del clero. 
Oh, thank you, Natch. In position number three, nurse enfermera. In position number two, a teacher, professor, and in position number one, a doctor. Well done, guys. Okay, let's very quickly do today's complete the news. Complete the news. Okay, friends, very quickly, I'm going to give you a news headline, but I'm going to leave out some important information. With the three options I give you, you will complete the news. All you have to write is A, B, or C. This is a real news headline. An airline serves blank to business class passengers in a translation error. Un er- aerolinea? Airline? Yeah, más o menos. Un aerolínea um, sirve blank a pasajeros de clase preferente en un error de traducción. Is it A, baby formula? It's like um, powdered baby milk or whatever. <laughs> is it B, bird seed, comida de pájaros? Or is it C, dog food? A, B, or C? Airline serves blank to business class passengers in a translation area. Formulas infantiles, would you say? Baby formula? I think they say leche de formula. Ah, leche de formula. Not sure. Is it A, baby formula, leche formula, or formula leche? We don't know. But Natch and I don't know. <laughs> is it B, bird seed, semillas para pájaros, or comida de pájaros? Or is it C, Dog food. Comida para perros. Ooh, what do you think, Natch? I don't know. B. You think B, bird seed? Ooh, I love the chia seeds. <laughs> you could totally, totally see someone in business class going, oh, oh, it's delicious. I love the seeds. <laughs> in the chat, they say C. All right, dog food. Let's see who's correct. Uh, airline serves... According to the Independent, it was C, dog food. Well done. <laughs> a recent flight on China Eastern Airlines featured a humorous translation error in its business class menu. Um, yeah, they served dog food. <laughs> all right, my friends. Look, that's all we've got time for in today's show. It's amazing to be back. I love you guys. Um, I'll be back again tomorrow morning with more Probo Show Madness. I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of Fitz. The podcast will be ready to download in just a few minutes. There was a, um, a podcast exclusive on Monday, so go and check that one out. Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning instead of doing those things. You took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you next time. <laughs>